Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Geek Card Games Podcast, Episode 4. My name is Cody, and I'm here with my lovely host, Sam Subek. Hello. This is, this is going time. well. This is our second take. We had some problems the first time, but it's it's going great now. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing, Sam? I'm all right. I'm tired. I'm, uh, I'm going to try. I said I should have taken some caffeine before uh, we started recording, but uh, I don't actually... Uh, drink anything that has caffeine normally so when i do i get it real crazy so it's usually not the best idea oh. actually so uh, but how are so you so you're here uh i'm it's been a <laughs> meh kind of day yeah. um but uh for our listeners if you start hearing a snoring sound it's just sam is falling asleep at her computer yes well i mean it happens it's not the most comfortable chair so hopefully that won't be a problem hopefully uh, i mean if you oh. start talking about pokemon again i might just Whoa. 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 All right. Whoa. <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna make some people angry. Alright. A little bit of housekeeping. Um okay. Sam and I just wrapped recording on season two of Two Guardians. Although I'm we excited, but I'm also sad. I love recording it so much. Now we gotta wait for the next expansion to come out. I feel like the next expansion should be coming out soon. We'll probably hear a little bit about it soon, I feel. Yeah, we were pretty late on this one. It, Curse of Osiris oh, yeah. had been out for a while, so so yeah, but um, we had a lot of fun recording it. So you guys will be able to catch the last episode, um, the Friday after this launches. Uh, pretty good see- season. I it believe. was an excellent season, Cody. Don't don't act like it was okay. It was okay. it was fantastic. It was pretty good. It was it was we high quality entertainment. Top notch acting in there. I feel. I'd say so. I mean, our uh, improv skills have improved. I think. Oh, definitely. So you can check that out on our YouTube channel. Uh, it's uh, geekcardgames.com slash YouTube. That is, is correct. the way to get to that. Yeah. Um, since we need 100 subscribers to have our own URL, which is... We're getting there. We're not there yet. We're working on it. But hey, we want to make it yeah. easy for you, so we've got the back door. Yeah. Yeah. That's what she said. Um, yeah. <laughs> but let's get into why we're all here. Sam, yeah. what you been playing? Oh boy. All right. Um, well, should I start with the good one or the bad one? What do you think? Let's start with the bad one. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to break some hearts with this one and I feel bad about it. I, I really wanted to like it and hop on the bandwagon, but, uh, I tried kingdom hearts. The first game turns out it's not for me. Um, I went back and checked, and it looks like this game originally came out in 2002, and I was playing, like, the the remix thing that where it's all, like, whatever, done up nice, um, but you can still kind of see that it's dated. Um, the characters have these huge shoes, and I'm like, I guess back <laughs> then, like, that... That was like the style. That was like the cool thing. I don't know. I guess they thought these characters look cool, but I was like, huh, that's kind of weird. Um, I didn't really relate to the main character very much. I was just like, man, he's just some kid. Um, I never got off the island. You start off on an island. You're supposed to be gathering stuff for a raft to get off the island. But I got a little too bored and I was just like, I, I don't care. There was this cutscene kind of in the middle of it where it has Donald Duck going and I guess Mickey is missing and he's going to tell Goofy about it 
And as soon as Donald Duck started talking, I was like, you know, no, I don't, I don't think so. I don't care for this. There's some things that just annoy you. And the way Donald Duck talks annoys me. Um, also, I had a bit of an existential crisis when he came on screen because I was like, wait, is this Donald Duck or is this Daffy Duck? I'm like, who is, is there a Daffy Duck? And then I'm like, there is, but I couldn't like picture him in my mind. So it turns out Daffy Duck is the Looney Tunes duck. Donald Duck is the Disney duck. Um, I looked up a picture of him. I still can't picture in my mind what Daffy Duck sounds like. Do you know what he sounds like? Daffy Duck? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, do you want me to do it in person? I guess. I mean, do you think you can do one? No. Like, I've never really practiced a Daffy Duck voice. He's not like, he doesn't sound like Donald Duck, does he? No, because Donald has like a very like... It's annoying. With Donald Duck, it's, it's, like a, it's like a squawking almost. Yeah, I'm Daffy careful. just kind of talks normal. Okay, well I need to look it up. Point is, I was thinking about it. I think I'm more of a Looney Tunes girl than a Disney girl. Um, so I just really had no desire to keep going in the game. And I sent it back to Gamefly pretty quick. So, uh, Kyle from the Whatnots... He loves it. He's been replaying it. He really wanted me to give it a go. He thought I would love it. Apparently there are other people in our Discord who are a little upset that I don't like it as well. So <laughs> I apologize for that. But you know what? I doubt there is a game out there that everybody loves. I was trying to think of it. I'm like, is there one game that is just like universal that everybody loves? And I couldn't think of it. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I would think like... Like the original Super Mario Brothers, like people would, no, but yeah. there's still gonna be some people that like those. So I don't know, but anyway, uh, that one's not for me. Well, maybe I'll play it yeah. and like it, and we can redeem this podcast. For maybe, those hopefully, you've got a lot of weight on your shoulders now. You got responsibility, so. I think I'm gonna sign up for a game flap subscription. Give me some Kingdom Hearts, you know. Yeah, go for it. So I'll let y'all know when that happens. <laughs> uh, so, after last week, some exciting things happened. I started playing Splatoon 2 again. I got a little update for you people. Uh, so my niece was like, yo, let's play some Splatoon. And I was like, hell yeah, let's do this. First, she wanted to do 1v1. And I was like, no, I don't think we can do that. <laughs> I didn't like, even know that was possible. Neither did I at first, but as I kept playing, I was like, I think you can. Yeah. I don't want to because yeah. at the end of every round that me and my niece were on the same team, she had the most kills. I had the most, like, coverage of paint. Yeah. So I was like, I do not want to play her because she's just going to murder me <laughs> the entire time. But we played a couple of rounds. Um, I still think, like, Splatoon's whole, like, you join but can't always be on mm -hmm. the same team is very just not it's like i don't understand it like she even like asked me she was like why can't we be on the same team all the time and i'm like it's weird i have it's no reason stupid. Like, it's frustrating it makes no sense it really is it's just like, like i can't even imagine understand like why they would do that but we've, we've i think we played about 15 games oh. and maybe like six of those we were on the same team really? like we played against each other a lot that sucks um, did she ever did you ever learn how to use the motion controls 
Oh, God, no. No, why would I do that? <laughs> well, if you want to um, be like your niece and have the most kills, apparently you need to learn the motion controls. I'll, I'm good. Hard okay. pass. The motion yeah. controls make me sick. Fair um, enough. Fair enough. So they introduced some. They've introduced a bunch of new maps since I last really like played it uh, heavily. Um, but this one we kept getting was very bad because you pretty much could get spawn trapped. Oh yeah. Like there was like a section where like you could not leave, and like if the people you were playing against were good enough, which playing against my niece who's a master <laughs> slayer, and then she had three people who were also good, just wiped the floor with us like seven games in a row, and I was like, this isn't fun. I don't enjoy this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so eventually she's like, back out real fast. And I was like, okay. So we backed out and she invited me to a private party. And I was like, oh crap. She realized how to do a 1v1. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so I proceeded to get my butthole kicked in for about 20 minutes. <laughs> There's a moth in my room. If anybody just saw that, I was like, right I saw it earlier. Um, I don't know why it's in here. Um, I back to the story. Uh, so she would keep killing me constantly, but she was too focused on that. So oh. I ended up winning every game. <laughs> she wasn't playing the objective. You got to teach she her. She wasn't playing the objective. Oh my goodness. She's like, she's like, why are you winning? Like, I'm killing you a bunch, and I'm like, well, you got to play the objective. So <laughs> I may have felt bad because I was getting my butthole kicked in by my niece. <laughs> Would you please but. stop saying getting your butthole kicked in? I want to strip <laughs> that from the vocabulary. It's not. It's not okay. Uh, everyone starts saying it. Send, stop send saying it. Tweets. No. Uh, but I did win a bunch, so there's victory in that. Um, <laughs> but Splatoon Two is still a ton of fun. Like the music's amazing. I love the yeah. design of every character. Um, I got to try out a couple new guns. Um, so yeah, I'm always enjoying Splatoon, but so Sam, let's go check out what the good was. We were at the bad, and let's get to the good. The good was real good. Um, so I'm continuing my Housemark trilogy of games, uh, which was Resogun, Matterfall, and now Next Machina, which I played this before. I saw them off. I, I played it before <laughs> on the computer. I liked it, but I don't like playing on the computer, so I ended up getting it on PS4, um, so I love it. Let's just say that. I love it. Um, the I kind of feel like Resogun was middle school and now Next Machina is high school and shit has gotten a lot harder. Okay. So this oh. is a top down twin stick shooter. So again, I kind of have the aiming problem, but like when I can move my spotty around all the way, that helps because like, I don't know, you should just be able to like aim to shoot different directions. I'm not always best at that, so sometimes I have to move myself instead of moving the aiming, and that helps. It's fine. I'm doing fine. Um, so you've got your basic shooting. You've got a dash like you had in Resogun. Um, you've got weapon pickups that you get for special things, so you can get like a laser or a kind of bomb. Again, you have to collect the humans. Um, there's the same lady who talks through your controller and is like, human saved. And it's like, oh, it makes me so happy. I want to collect, I want to save all the humans in a world. I haven't been able to do that yet. Um, cause in Resogun, when you saved all the humans, it had like the greatest noise ever for the sound effect. And so I just can't wait to see what it'll be in Next Machina when I get all the humans saved. Um, 
but it's tricky because they have hidden humans and they're hidden like in scenery so you have to destroy scenery to unlock them and then go save them um but the way these levels work they're really fast they're really small levels um and as soon as you kill the last enemy you get transported over to the next level so you don't really have a lot of time to do exploring so what i found is best to try to kill everybody but one and then like let that one chase you around while you go try to blow everything up to make sure you're not missing anything um and also i found out if you blow up scenery sometimes there's a secret exit and then you get to go to a hidden level in between going to the next one and that's Ooh. pretty cool it's exciting um so there's it's pretty good music it's still not as good of music as Resogun was um it's i looked at the trophies and i don't think i'm gonna be able to platinum this one they look real hard cody i know i'm shocked i know well i mean at first i didn't think i was gonna be able to platinum Resogun, but i worked hard and i got it but this one um so i beat the game on rookie um and you know, it's one touch and you're dead. You have to restart the level. And you have, like, I think five lives to start with. And then you have a continue. And so on the continue, you just keep starting at whatever level you ended up on. Um, so it's easy to get through it on Rookie, right? But when you play on Experienced, you only have a certain number of continues. I think it's like 100. So I think it'll be fine getting through that. But then you get to, like, the veteran level. I, I think I have my numbers wrong. Somewhere you have to beat something and you only get five continues. And I'm like, holy shit. And then there's another trophy where you have to get through it and like not, not die at all. And I think that's going to be real hard. Um, there's just a lot of stuff. So I don't know. But I'm really excited because it's, it's a lot of fun. And it's, I feel like, you know, it's it's more challenging. So I'm like, I'm growing as a gamer trying to do more with it. So, um, and I mean, it feel, it fills the need that I had from Resogun. Although, I mean, I, I could still see myself going back and playing Resogun some more because that's real fun. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm just, I'm loving it. So I'm excited to continue my next Machina journey and uh, get as many trophies as I can. Try to save all those humans. So. That's good. Um I feel like by next week, you're going to come back and be like, I got the platinum, guys. Just the <laughs> same thing. It's just getting that platinum like I said I couldn't. No, see, this will be the one where I'm 90 and I call you and I'm like, Cody, I got the trophy for, oh, okay. for Max Machina. So we'll oh. see. We'll see what happens. It's a tough one. But, yeah. I'm sensing a little theme here between our personal games. Well, we'll talk a little bit later about like, two games we both played. Mm -hmm. um, but like, I went back and just played a bunch of nostalgia stuff and you were trying out new things. So... <laughs> Let's continue down my nostalgia train. Um, okay. I hopped back into Friday the 13th, the game, this mm -hmm. week. Um, I played a little bit uh, a little bit when they released the new uh, Jason uh, from Part 5 for Roy and the new map. Um, but I was just, like sitting there and I was like, I don't know what I want to play. I'm like, really bored. Like, I haven't played Friday the 13th in a while. Let me play that. Cody, we still need to have a little Friday the 13th get-together. I said that as soon as you got your tattoo, that we needed to have one of those. So we still need to organize that so we can play with everybody well, and have some fun. The good news is this moth is still fucking I saw it. <laughs> it loves um, you. It says April has a Friday the 13th. Oh, so yeah. We can, get, we can get real spooky and have a stream about it. Definitely. Let's do uh, that. 
so it's been a while and like they, they've done some changes and like i know that right now they're working on updating the engine um so i just played a couple games didn't get to be as jason which is my favorite part to be jason um but i did discover my second favorite part of that game it's not escaping from jason mm-hmm. so let me set the scene here we got into a game and I was testing out, I was reading, like, they have the improved that you can dodge Jason's grab if you okay. go into combat stance and actually dodge. So I was trying that out, failed miserably, got <laughs> murdered. I was like, whatever, I'll just go here, um, wait for the game to finish, and hopefully I'll be Jason next time. And then that music kicks in when Tommy Jarvis rolls up. And I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, cool, I'm Tommy. Oh, my God. Is this going where I think it's going? I'm getting real excited. And I proceeded to fucking become Tommy Jarvis. Like, I was saving everybody. Like, I was like <laughs> I was fucking going for it. Like, I was like, everyone's getting the fuck out of this map. Like, right as Tommy gets, I show up as Tommy, the cops got called, the car gets fixed. I'm like, let's go. We're getting everybody the hell out of here. I think I saved everybody but one person. Mm-hmm. And that's, he died before I did. So, okay. it was whatever. Um I pretty much and like I was like acting like uh, Tommy does in the movies where I'm like, hey, chicken shit, come the fuck on, let's go. And I'm just <laughs> whacking Jason upside the head. Um, at one point, I was in a car and we were driving, and I was like, if Jason stops us, I'll hop out the car and deal with him. Y'all just keep going. Mm-hmm. So Jason does. So I get out of the car and I start hitting him upside the head, knock him out, and. Earlier in the match, we had left somebody. Like, we had an extra spot in the car, but they left, and I was like, oh, no, go back. Oh, what the hell? They didn't have a mic, so they just kept going. So I proceeded to, I said, the end of the map. I ran back to that person and escorted them to the cops. And I was like, all right, we're going to get out of here. They got out. I turned, and the other person had started the other car. So I was like, okay, I'll wait a little bit, see what they do. This person proceeded to run into every single possible thing they could run into the car and they like wouldn't get out and run like the cops were there like you could have got out ran to the cops nope wanted to stay in the car luckily the jason wasn't the best of jasons and couldn't find him for some reason i don't know how it, was pro- it sounds like the way i play jason i wouldn't have been able to find him so uh so i was like all right this person is just gonna stay in the car i'm blowing this popsicle stand Jason shows up at like the last second and grabs me and I'm like oh no oh no but then I remember Tommy gets a pocket knife from the start now I stabbed him in the neck and ran to the cops <laughs> it was a lot of fun like I, was, I had so much fun like just because they made it to where now Tommy has to like like before it's like Tommy's just a second life but they made it to where if you sacrifice yourself when other players are around you get an XP bonus yeah um so I, I was having fun playing that kind of play style where, like, you're the hero. Like, you're Tommy yeah. Jarvis. You've killed Jason. Like, this is what you're supposed to do. Um, yeah, I thought you were going to tell me that you guys actually killed Jason. That's why I was getting so excited. I, I thought that's what this was going to be. I'm sure you would have told me previously I've, that. I've happened. read they made it easier. Because yeah. now, instead of, like, Tommy having to have a machete, as mm-hmm. long as he has a machete or an axe. And they feel like the axes are much more common than machete. Yeah. Or at least now there's two items in the map. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wish I would still like to do that legitly because like, yeah. the only time I've ever done it was kind of not legit. It count. <laughs> um, but I had a blast. Um, I've played a little bit offline and tried out uh, Roy, the new Jason. Um, Wait, the Jason's had... name is Roy? 
So in part five, it's not actually Jason. Okay. It's a guy named Roy who is pretending to be Jason. Like, they're like, oh, Jason Voorhees is back. Okay. Like, I thought we killed him, but sorry, this dude named Roy. If um, a guy's going to pretend to be Jason, it makes sense that his name would be Roy. No offense to yeah. any Roys. <laughs> um, he's got some really cool executions in that because his weapon is some, like, uh, hedge clippers or shears or whatever. <laughs> um. <laughs> So, like, he, like, there's one where he, like, jabs them into the person's eyes. And oh, oh. Um, yeah, it's pretty gross. Um, but, yeah, I had a blast. I love that game so much, so I always have a blast going back to it. And, uh, yeah, we'll definitely have to get a stream going for Friday the 13th in April. Get all yeah. spooky with it. Be awesome. Um, yeah. So, that was my nostalgia train. Let's talk about some new things we've both been playing. Yeah. Um. So last week we talked a little bit about the first PlayStation Plus game, um, Ratchet and Clank, but then the second one, Bloodborne, we also both tried. Um, Sam, why don't you you give your opinions first? Because I think mine are going to be kind of negative. Okay. So I I went into it expecting not to like it because um, of its nature, the unforgiving nature. Uh, the lack of save and checkpoints and just having to lose your progress and start over. So it's like, well, but I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to give it a go. So I get in, I start playing, and I really like it. I was like, oh my god, this this environment is great. It's a great horror game. Um, there would be enemies, like, jumping out, and it would scare me. I was like, okay, this is great. I, I enjoyed the combat once I figured out what I was doing. I mean, it tells you what to do, but I got confused. You're supposed to do R1 as your main attack, but I was doing R2, and that's your heavy attack, and it's slower. And you get killed pretty easily if you're only doing your R2 attack. So I was getting real frustrated at first because I kept dying from that. But then once I realized that I should be doing my R1, things went a lot better. Um... But I like it. It's got a good, like, lock-on and dodge function, so I was, like, doing okay with these enemies. Um, I I liked that, you know, if you die, you lose all of the blood vial—not the blood vials, the blood echoes, I think they're called, that you collect when you kill people. Yeah. You lose all of them, but then when you come back and you get back to the person who killed you, you kill them and you get all of them back, which is pretty cool. And then, like, you can go into this, like, mm, kind of middle purgatory world where you can go to, like, buy stuff and it's, like, your safe zone. So you can go back there and upgrade your weapons. I never got enough to be able to upgrade a weapon, but I bought some blood vials that are health for you, which was made me happy. Um, and it was just, I was, I was having fun with it. Um... I mean, really, I didn't get far. Like, you, you start in this little house, you come out to Central Yarnum, I think is what it's called. And this is very, this is the, just the very beginning of it. You go through, there's the people at the bonfire. And then once you get past those, you go over and there's the thing that's been banging on the door. The big, like, it's bigger than a wolf. I forget what it is. Killed that thing. Killed some other people. I was going. It was going great. I'm like, where is the next checkpoint save it's like a little lamppost that you have to activate. I'm like, where's the next one? Because I've, I've been going for a long time now, and I still haven't found it. And then you got to the bridge, and there were these two big, 
bigger than wolf things. I don't know what they were. Um, and I was like, I don't think I want to mess with those guys yet. So I was like going around and I, I went down to this spot where I don't think I was supposed to go because I think the enemies down there were way too high level for me because I got down there and they killed me real quick. And I, I mean, probably you could get through that pretty quickly. But for me, I'd been playing for like 45 minutes because I kept dying and having to repeat stuff. So once I got that far and I'm like, I had to go all the way back to my beginning point. And I was just like, I just, I don't have it in me to do all that again, because I know I'm just going to keep dying as I go through it. Um, and I was just like, I, I don't know. I checked the walkthrough to see like, if coming up there was going to be the lamppost pretty soon, like if there was going to be another checkpoint pretty soon, like I was like, maybe I'd do it again just so I could hit that and then see. But like I was going through this walkthrough, there was nothing about the checkpoint coming up. I'm like, this is too much. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to do that. So I was really disappointed because if it hadn't been for that, if it had had some decent checkpoints and saves, I think I would have really loved this game. Because um, I was having a lot of fun with the actual playing of it. I just don't... I don't want to keep doing the same thing, dying over and over, which I said to you, Cody, and then which you said to me, oh, you mean like Rezogun? And I was like, god damn it, Cody. Um, but you have a point. Hey. <laughs> you have a good point. And I was like trying to think about that. I'm like, why is this different than Rezogun? Because like I can play a level and die over and over and over and I don't care. I keep having fun. And I mean, the best I can come up with is like the Rezogun, it's fast. There's a lot going on every second and it's just fun because I'm like shooting stuff right here. But like with Bloodborne, like you have to go for a while and then find an enemy, but you don't just like go up and fight him. You have to kind of be careful and strategic and sneak around. And it just takes so long to get through each thing. And I think it's just like tedious, the amount of work that goes into getting through and having your little battles and then going a little more and getting it. So it seems more like work and less like fun, um, which is the best I can come up with for the difference. Also, Resogun has really good music, which makes it more fun. So I don't know. But um, yeah, I'm disappointed because I... I would really like that game if it were a little more forgiving. A lot more forgiving, probably, actually. <laughs> so, well, all right. Yeah. What about you, Cody? So I've mentioned in the past how this is the only game I ever was like, no, I don't need this. Return it. Um, <laughs> I really like the world. Like, I think it. Like it seems like a really cool world. It's really creepy, as you said. It's like the atmosphere it gives off. It's a lot of fun. Um, I do like the combat. I think the combat's really good. And like maybe it's just like I've never played any of the Dark Souls games. Like I, like I don't have fun where I'm just like getting my face punched in a million times, and I'm expected to keep coming back and repeating myself over and over. It's like an abusive relationship, Cody. A little bit. Um, and like, hey, if you like that game, good for you, man. I'm glad you have a game series that is like dedicated to you, but I just don't enjoy that. Um, I like, I got, I didn't even get as far as you. Like, I was still on like the street where there's 9,000 people and they all just would come attack me. And I was like, I, mm, I'm good. Hard pass. Yeah. Um, like, and like, it, I'm a little sad too because, like, uh, I think I could really like that game if I was dedicated to 
getting punched in the face a lot and <laughs> hoping I get to punch something in the face at the end of the day. But I just don't think like I don't think those kind of games are for me. Like I don't have fun in them. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'll ever have fun in them. So I think Bloodborne is gonna be just a game that sits in my library for a long time. But yeah. If you are listening to this podcast and you know of a game that is like Bloodborne, but it has good saves and checkpoints, so it's not as frustrating, uh, let us know. Reach out to us, because we would love to play a game that is just like Bloodborne, but, uh, you know, you don't have to keep repeating it all the time because you keep dying. So, yeah. yeah. All right. And also, so this past week, we had our first stream. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I forgot about this. I'm like, what's the other game that we both played? This is great. <laughs> um, we streamed Zombie Vikings, which is on sale right now in the PSN store for like $3 and something cents. Well, let's see. Yes. $3.59. What day is it? Today? Okay. Today's if you're listening to this on Monday or Tuesday before 8 a.m. Pacific, I believe... Uh, you can still get it, because I think the sale ends on the 27th. Um, okay. But yes. Uh, so, Zombie Vikings is a side-scrolling action beat-em-up, is how I would describe yeah. it. Like, with some really good co-op. Like, uh, you yes. can pick up and throw your friends, and there's a bunch of characters you can choose from. Uh, so, pretty much the story is Loki has stolen Odin's eye, so Odin brings back some zombie vikings to go hunt down loki and it's really comical because everybody's wacky in that game there's a lot of bathroom humor um <laughs> it's hilarious so i feel like we both spent like kind of an equal amount of time like trying out the different characters figuring out which ones we liked yeah um i ended up settling on sigurd i think it was the one i liked uh he is almost like krang from teenage Mutant Ninja turtle where he has like little squid in his tummy and the squid can shoot poison and then if you do like a charge attack the squid that grows like really huge and like waves his little tentacles they're not little they're um, big tentacles big tentacles um and you can like fling enemies around and stuff it's really cool uh sam which one did you like the best oh i forgot his name was it razombie razombie yes Rizombie? okay so this guy um, he's just like kind of like your average zombie, nothing special. But then his special ability—I don't even understand how this works. He just he calls down bacon, and so these bacon strips just like fall down on the enemies, and it's it's crazy. But I love it. It's a, it's a good attack. Um, I liked him the best. The other one I was playing was was it Kaka? Is that her name? Yeah, like yeah, Kirkall or something. Kirkall, she's a bird person, and so her super, she'll like jump up in the air and then launch down at people. Um, she had a pretty emotional story arc because yeah, go, I wasn't expecting that. No, yeah, so you go and you find her mother who's dying, and it's it's hilarious, but it was also like really cool that you had like a little serious story beat in there. Um, and it kept it personal because it was in the family. So it's it's a lot of fun. There was a fun little side quest where we had to go rescue a cat for this witch lady. Turns out the cat was a skunk. Um, yeah. What was... That was... We had to fight, like, a Yeti thing. And, like, that Yeti thing was fucking me up. Like, it would... It killed me twice, I think. Oh, because it would, like, pop off your head. 
Yeah. And then, like, I so... have to go try to get his head and put him back together before he popped my head off, too. It was rough. Yeah, um, it was. Um, oh. We fought this cat boss. Do you remember that oh, yeah. one? And, like, he kept, like... Was this the one where he was popping out other cats and we had to pick up the cats and throw them at him? Or was that something he was, else? He was coughing up hairballs oh, and we yeah. had to hit the hairballs and hit him <laughs> so he would fall down off his little, like, perch. Yeah. And we could beat him up. And he, um, he was a cat, but he also had these, like, lollipop cats that he was yeah, licking or it was eating. Weird. It was super weird. So it's a it's gross, it's hilarious, and it's a lot of fun. So you can play four people co-op together and you can play the whole story together. Um and it was it was great. I mean, that moth loves you. It I was... know, man. Like it's like you guys have to see this video because this moth will not leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> um but yeah, definitely worth three dollars and fifty nine cents. So so I recommend that. Um, um... Yeah, I think we'll definitely be streaming it again. So once again, yeah. just head over to... We gotta to keep the, going on that have... story. We gotta find yeah, out gotta if Odin going. gets his eye back. True. Um, I definitely think if you like like uh, Rick and Morty or any of the Adult Swim shows, uh, like Family Guy, Simpsons... Simpsons isn't really Adult Swim, but, you know, any game that... Or any, like, show that, like, uses bathroom humor a lot, like, I feel like you would definitely like this game because there's a lot of good comedy in it. Um, and it actually plays really good. Like... I will say I had some issues with it and I don't know it it was just on my end but like because her mind kept like lagging and sometimes it would freeze and like one time it just completely froze like I just saw a blank screen Cody still saw me like moving on his screen but we had to like exit out of the game and go back um, to get there was one point where your character was like laying down on her back and like you were teleporting her to the ground i was like what are you doing like and is I, that a move you can do and you're I like i'm not running doing that on my screen so yeah some so little glitches weird. but they're fun ones it's fine so um but yeah you can check out the stream on uh, geekargamescom slash youtube and we'll definitely be streaming it again um hopefully we'll have some buddies join in with us um because you can have up to four players so yeah yeah um hopefully uh, update on the moth it's landed on my lap so uh, i am adopting him as my son so does he have a name yet i'm gonna call him bubbles i'm all right with that how do you know Come it's on. he it's a good point do moths <laughs> have a gender oh god he just fucking woke up <laughs> okay all right almost like this got murdered all right <laughs> That's the game that we've been playing. Let's head on to the news. All right. Um, so first up, this is a real sad story for me. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think it was a couple months ago, Epic Games announced that they are shutting down Paragon soon. Um, but there's been a lot of, like, not backlash, but, like, community uproar about how, like, they wish they would release the assets because, like, people can make this stuff again in the Unreal Engine because you can buy the rights to the Unreal Engine and use it. Um, So Epic has released all the Paragon assets for free to anybody who wants to use them. The only stuff is like, they haven't released like the coding for the certain maps. So people are actually making their own maps with uh, their own coding. So that's really cool. I've been watching, I've been keeping up with it. Um, But it's really nice of Epic. Like they realize like, hey, we can't support this game, but like there are fans who are passionate about these characters so 
go and have it. Um, so big ups to Epic for that. Um, yeah, that's really cool. Cause I mean, Epic just like is on it. They're on a streak. Like they're doing well. They're doing things well. It seems like, except for that one nerf thing. But we'll, we won't talk about that. That was last week. Um, but I mean, they, you know, they're like doing the right thing. They can't do this anymore. So like, hey. We know you love it, so why you don't have to be without it if someone wants to take it and run with it. So I think that's really cool that they're doing that. Um, I mean, did it say it was like $20 million worth of assets or something based on like the development time? For this? Yeah. It's like some ridiculous amount of money. They've been working on this game for, free. for a very long time. Yeah. So I think all those, yeah, all those assets probably, probably that'd be about right, I imagine. So. And, and it's also cool because like, you know, all the people who worked on that, um they don't like their their babies aren't just going down the toilet they're they're going out into the world to you know become what they may so that's that's nice that was a very interesting analogy but um <laughs> i'm so eloquent <laughs> yeah so good job epic and yeah. we have all the paragon fans out there uh maybe eventually someone will release a game like paragon so yeah. and in other news Nintendo has announced that we will see gameplay of the new Smash Bros. at E3 when they hold an invitational tournament. Alongside this, they also announced a Splatoon 2 tournament. Um, so it's kind of interesting to see Nintendo kind of supporting esports because with this and the ARMS announcement at the last oh, yeah. uh, Nintendo Direct, um, it's really the kind of the first time they really like put their neck out there when it comes to esports because before smash was just kind of like other people ran the tournaments like nintendo never oh. had anything to do with that well but so. nintendo had like the nintendo world championships where they had a bunch of different things oh my God, i don't right. know what was in that i didn't watch much of it it's mainly uh, like pokemon and like they also had that other thing because yeah, they always have them. Every, I'm, I don't know. I, don't I remember because the part I watched, like they had this thing where it was some Legend of Zelda something, and it was Link was like, kind of I guess snowboarding down this hill on his shield, and they were like having to like do stuff. Um, which I don't know if that was from a game. I would assume it was. I don't. I don't know. Um, I think I know what you're talking about. They were doing like some uh, like time trial stuff or something, something. and like that. Yeah. So I remember yeah. seeing that, and then uh, there was a Donkey Kong thing where they were in a, uh, like, a mine cart and having to go through the course and jump and get through it. Just, A, survive through it and get through it in a certain amount of time, the fastest. That was... Yeah. Okay. Um, I forgot about the Nintendo World Championships. That's also eSporty. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. But really exciting, because we'll get to see, um, is this a port of the Wii U smash or is this a oh. brand new game so we should know um, th in june then that's cool yeah not so that I, really... I say that like i would know i won't know the difference because i've never played a smash game so <laughs> you'll have to tell that's me what... if it's new everybody will be reporting on it like <laughs> um and then lastly in news we have pubg mobile has gone live on both ios and yes. android and Sam and I both have played a little bit of it. Sam, what are your initial reactions to the PUBG Mobile? Okay, so when I first, first, first started playing, just like in the loading area, um, the staging area, you know, I was like, 
what the hell is even going on? Because I was trying to figure out how to move and move the camera. I'm like, this is a disaster. But then once it started and I got in the game, um, everything worked really well and it made sense. You've got a little joystick um, graphic that you use to, to do your walking. And then you just use the uh, right side of the screen to arrange your camera. And it was working pretty well. Um, but yeah, I was pretty impressed. I didn't know if there was a way to sprint. I could never figure that out. I was just like, am I just running as fast as I can run? I don't know. Um, um, if you held a stick upwards, not really a stick, but like the, yeah, the little graphic thing that looks like a stick, yeah. um, if you held it upwards, you would eventually start sprinting, and then you could actually lock it so you kept sprinting. Oh. So like, if you needed to run to the circle, you could okay. just do that. Well, so yeah. that that is like one complaint which i think is the same in pubg like there's not really there didn't seem to be like a tutorial or instructions it's just jump in there and figure it out yourself um but overall i thought it played pretty well um i i know that they're saying that there are a lot of bots in the early games which that makes sense i'm a little disappointed because the first two people i ran into like i heard people shooting at me and i'm like where are they where are they i found him and like i pulled out my gun got my sights up i'm like yeah i'm just gonna shoot him and like i killed him like super easy and i was feeling real good about myself i'm like these must be new people who don't know how to use the controls on the phone this is awesome but now i'm like oh they were probably just bots so meh but i i'm sure yeah i'm sure there's a lot of bots out there but like i feel like most of the people i've run into are actual people because you can tell just by how they're moving they're trying yeah. to like these were move just around and dodge bullets so those people may have been those bots. Might have been they bots. Just people, I mean, for a while there, I was just standing still and trying to aim. Um, uh, I did so get you... to what? Oh, you go, you go. Sorry. Oh, I did. I got to ride a motorcycle and a dune buggy, and the driving is not the best. I would say you you're in the car or the vehicle, and you have to like push buttons to like go a direction or a turn, and so it's kind of weird. Um, driving's hard regardless in those games, but uh, but it was okay. I did run into people who were shooting at me a few times, and like I said in Discord, my first thought was, why can't I build a wall? So <laughs> obviously I've been playing a lot of Fortnite. Um, but yeah, once once I actually got into real combat with people, it was the more typical PUBG experience where someone's shooting at me, I have no idea where it's coming from, and I can't get away, and then I die. So, <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh, and there were, actually there were a few times where uh, my phone just like froze up for varying amounts of seconds, which obviously is a problem in a game like this. Um, so the first few times it didn't really matter, and then like the last time it was frozen for like quite a while it's like well i guess i'm just gonna actually i was cooking dinner while i was playing PUBG, so i'm like i'm gonna go drain my spaghetti <laughs> so i'm draining it and then all of a sudden it unfreezes and i'm getting shot and i'm dead so i was like well and then i'd overcooked my spaghetti it was horrible so oh no that's the, that's the worst I, fucking part worst. i lost my PUBG match and my dinner sucked so <laughs> oh what about you uh so i really liked it like um so my only experience with PUBG has been on Xbox, and mm -hmm. I hated that. Like, I yeah. thought it controlled terribly because, like, every button did multiple things. Yeah. Uh, so I just wasn't enjoying that. 
but I really had fun with this. Like, uh, I think the controls are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never played a battle royale on my phone, but this was definitely a nice introduction. Um, I think I've kind of gotten better at the sh- like, not better, but like a decent at the shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the most people I've killed in the game is like four. Yeah. Um, and most of those people were like moving around and like, there's definitely a really good aim assist where like you can shoot and like, I feel like the bullets are just traveling. Um, only ran into one hacker then this dude was like flying through the air (laughs) and was just spraying and praying and I almost killed him like I'm pretty sure I would have killed that guy he would have thrown his phone Um, I think my biggest complaint is Jesus is that eat battery like nobody's business like and you're just memory on your phone oh yeah um I think I started a round and I had my phone not charging and I was at about 60% and eventually got down to 22% and like (laughs) we were still in the top 40 and I was like, nah, I'm just turning this off. Like I can't, like my phone's going to (laughs) die. But no, I think it's, you know, if you can't play PUBG on your computer or Xbox, like this is definitely a way to play it. I Um, I was very impressed with how well... It just in general it does, and then how well of a recreation of the actual game it is. I mean, it's it seems like you're playing yeah. the game. Doing... Yeah, because like the vaulting's in there. Like it's yeah. not like a toned down version. Like the vaulting's no. in there. You can like all the all the loot's in there pretty much. Mm-hmm. The only thing I don't think is really in there is melee weapons, because uh, I picked up a frying pan and it automatically put it on my back and I couldn't switch to it. Oh. Well, I know I picked some up, but I never tried to switch to it. I never tried to switch weapons, period. So I don't, I don't really know. Um, yeah, I don't. Um, yeah. I didn't try in the driving. I was like, uh, I luckily landed. <laughs> Every time I landed, I was in the circle. I never had to run to the circle. Okay. Uh, but I just would if I probably probably wouldn't get in the cars because I'm pretty sure I would flip them and die. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to try it just because I like driving things, even though I'm not good at it. Um, yeah i think it's it's great that they have this now it is free um so anyone can play it and if you don't have a console or or a pc like now you can get in on the action um once fortnite comes to android i'll i'll definitely give that a go as well um but then i i honestly don't see myself playing these games on mobile more than just a test run i mean i've got the console right there um I just, I don't like playing a lot of stuff on my phone, really, and playing a game like that, I'd rather have, like, a full set of controls and the big screen. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I might get Fortnite mobile and be like, oh, this is the best thing ever. I must play it all the time. You never know. <laughs> so I guess we'll wait I mean, and see. Um, but yeah. Yeah, definitely. And definitely because they released this so quickly, like, yeah. after Fortnite announced they were going to mobile. Um I think we'll see the Android version of Fortnite very fast because they're yeah. obviously going to be competing. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll check back in when Fortnite drops, but I think PUBG Mobile is a pretty good start yeah. to yeah. get it going. All right, so we got two parts left. First, we're going to introduce a new segment. Oh. This is Cody's Corner of Rage. <laughs> All right. So... I'm not sure if it was rumored or someone found an actual link to Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Remastered, kind of like how they released Call of Duty 4 Remastered. 
And then some news reports dropped about rumors where this is going to be a campaign only Call of Duty. They're not going to remaster the multiplayer. A little backstory. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 was how Cody got his start with Call of Duty. I recognize Call of Duty's are not good games anymore. Um, I suck at them. So I don't even know why I'm this mad about this, but I am. <laughs> so, I don't know anybody who buys a Call of Duty. Actually, I do know a few people who buy a Call of Duty and like, I'm just going to play the campaign. But I don't know anybody who was like, you know what, I really want to play the Modern Warfare 2 campaign again. Like, no, everyone wants to go back to the multiplayer. Because like, as janky as it was and how cheaty it was, it was some of the best times because it was one of the best multiplayer Call of Duties we got. Um, I remember playing Search and Destroy for days. <laughs> Wouldn't even turn the bad boy off. Would just take a power nap and then wake up and play more Call of Duty. Uh, so I don't understand. And then like, you know they're going to make this like a 40 to $50 game, maybe even a full price. But like, the Call of Duty campaign is like four hours. If that. <laughs> Who's paying that? Like, that's ridiculous. Like, no. I'm sure these are fake rumors. But Activision, if you're really thinking about doing this, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what the fuck? That's been Cody's Corner of Rage. I have I'll some questions. In. I have okay. questions. So, like, how old is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2? Ooh, and, like, what see. system was it on? Xbox 360 and PS3. Okay. So it's it's not really that old, right? No. It was, um... Ooh, let's see. I was in high school, so about... Which seems like last year, probably. Okay, all right. It was, like, 2009, 2010 <laughs> is okay. when this came out. Uh, yeah, 2009, 2010, uh, probably when it came out. Uh, so why are they doing a remaster? Maybe 2011? Between the years 2010 and 2012, <laughs> this game came out, okay? Um, okay, okay. Just seems like, why do they need a remaster? I think because Call of Duty 4's remaster was very much a success, but I think it was a success because the it released alongside Infinity Warfare, or in, Infinite, Infinite, Infinite Warfare, Warfare uh, Infinite Warfare, and no one liked that game. So that's why oh, Call of okay. Duty 4 was a success. Most people like the Call of Duty Black Ops games, so I don't know why they're releasing this alongside Call of Duty Black Ops and then possibly just having a campaign. I feel like this would work better next year if they just don't do a new Call of Duty and they just do a remaster. I mean, do they already think that maybe since it's not that old, it probably won't sell as well? And then, like, why bother having to deal with, like, the multiplayer servers to do all that if there's not going to be enough people to populate it? Maybe, but, like, I just don't see anybody buying this game unless it has multiplayer. Because they're going to charge an outrageous price. Because pretty much when Call of Duty 4 got its, like, standalone mm -hmm. release, I think it was $40. Okay. And the campaign for that was, like, 8 to 12 hours long. Yeah. Modern Warfare 2's campaign is not that long. Like, it's very short. You don't know how much it's going to cost. It might be a cheaper release. Um, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know why they're going to release this. I have no idea why they're doing yeah, this. Yeah, it's, it's very weird. Um, just, and I'm like I said, these rumors are probably fake, but, like, I saw these and just got real, <laughs> real angry. I was like, what the, like, what? Although, also, let me point out that if you were playing Call of Duty that much... 
that you just like played it, took a power net, played it more. It seems like it was a problem and you probably don't need more Call of Duty in your life. I mean, I don't know. Like maybe this will bring me back to my love of Call of Duty because it's been a while, but probably not because I think I'm definitely remembering these times playing the game. Mm -hmm. The game was shit. Like all Call of Duty is pretty bad. No offense if you like Call of Duty. like more power to you. It was the friends that I was playing these games with that made them a good time. I have good memories of Modern Warfare 2. So, yeah. But, I mean, what are you going to do? And there's, it's just rumors right now. We don't even know. You could be getting mad about nothing. True. Real fast, a small bit of news. So, on Twitter, someone asked Target's Twitter when the new Spyro Gamers are releasing. <laughs> um, which is supposed to be rumored to be a remaster of the first three games. And Target's Twitter responded saying, we're really excited for, I think it's called Spyro, uh, the Dragon's Treasure Trilogy. Okay. And nobody knew that was the name until the Target <laughs> guy responded with that. So it's pretty much confirmed. <laughs> yes, we're getting the Spyro Trilogy remaster and that's the name that was pretty funny so it's, as long as we talk about nice. rumors <laughs> they could just target could just be messing with you though who knows oh oh wait cody i did not hear what you just said oh i said thank you for joining me for cody's corner of rage okay and for the last piece of news we're going to talk about some nindies all right so Nintendo a had a Nindy showcase, and for those of you wondering, the Nindies is the Nintendo Indies games. Um, Sam, what Nintendo Indie games are you excited for from this direct? Um, so the first one that kind of caught my eye was called Just Shapes and Beats. Um, and it just seems like I don't really know what it is, but it looked kind of like a like you got a little guy that you got to control to get through an environment and avoid certain things, which it seemed when I was looking at it, like maybe something like typewriter, which, um, that was an old PS plus game. That was a lot of fun. You're like, a like a punctuation mark, a colon, and you roll around through the environment. And so I thought this kind of looked like that. And then it's going to have good music as well. Um, but then I was listening to the What's Good Games podcast today, and they're like, this game is super hard. It's going to be really challenging. And I was like, well, shit. Um, but then the, also there's a party mode, so you can turn it on so you don't die, and you just get to play through it and have fun. So that sounds great. So I'm looking forward to that one. And then my other one that I was kind of excited about, um, it's called Rain Kings and Queens, I think. And it seems like it's just like a choose-your-own-adventure kind of story-based game because your stuff comes up and it's like blah 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 blah. make this choice and like you swipe left or right to make your decision and then just based on what you pick stuff happens in the kingdom and I guess you have to you know try to control things to get the best outcome and I guess maybe this is a remake or something of games because like I think there have been two rain games before and I don't know if this is like a combo of them or something um but it looked pretty cool so what about you? Uh, so going into it, I'd already heard a lot of good things about the messenger. Um, 
you play as like a ninja who is trying to deliver a message to save his clan. Um, and it's being like applauded for its ability to go in between 8-bit and 16-bit. Mm. Um, along with like it's looking like a very uh, retro platform game, which mm. is uh, bringing people back to the good old days. Uh, yeah, I saw that. I'm really I, wasn't, excited for that. I wasn't super into that. I was like, I don't really want to play an 8-bit game, and I don't really want to play a 16-bit game either. So, that's great. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like, I'm usually not like that interested in playing those either. But for this one, I kind of am. Like, I don't know if it's, I'm getting into the hype. But like, it's cool that it switches back and forth. Yeah, it is. That's, that's I think that's another thing. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. Um. And then the other game that really excited me was Bad North. It's a roguelike. And what I got from it was you have different groups of, like, Vikings. And you move the Vikings around and things are attacking you. And you're trying to get through the level without losing as many. Because once you lose a Viking, they're dead. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hmm, sounds interesting. I'm starting to write roguelikes thanks to Slay the Spire. I want to give one on the Switch a shot. So I'm excited for that to come out. Uh, there was one more. It was called Garage. And it's a top-down shooter. And they said it's, it's going to remind you of like an 80s VHS tape. <laughs> Don't know what that means, but I'm into it. So I'll give that one a shot when that comes out as That's well. That's funny because you weren't even alive in the 80s. Oh, you know. Why you got to bring these <laughs> things up? Um <laughs> So yeah, I'm um, I've been really wanting to play something on my Switch because I'm kind of just waiting for Donkey Kong Country to comes out. Yeah. Watch for this releases and like Donkey Kong Country is already out and I'm just not paying attention to releases apparently. <laughs> um, I think we would have heard about it. Probably. Uh, so yeah. Nothing else from the Indies really excited you was there was a lot of stuff I was like, eh, I'm just not. There, there was stuff that looks cool, but I'm like, I'm probably not actually gonna want to play that, like that pool party one with like the pool yeah. I'm like that looks fun, but I don't think I want to play it. Um, I think was it West of Loathing, where it's that stick drawn western. Like, yeah, it looks that was funny, wasn't... but I'm just like, I just don't know if I would. It seems like, like something like Thimbleweed Park, where I was like, ooh, this looks cool, but then I started playing it, and I was like, meh, I don't care. So I feel like I would do a similar thing with that one. Um, but there's yeah. a lot of stuff that looked cool. Yeah, I mean, it's nice of Nintendo to continue supporting uh, the indie titles like this. Like, they're really giving a platform to them. Yeah. I think it's only going to help Nintendo continue growing, is by having not only the first party and third party, but, like, making sure indie devs are, feel welcome to the Switch. So... Good job, Nintendo. Yeah. So, and I'm sure we'll be talking about some of these games in the future. All right. I think that about wraps it up for today, Sam. Yes. All right. So, if you'd like to contact us, we are at contact at geekardgames.com. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at geekardgames. You can check out our YouTube channel where we, you can see the ending to Two Guardians. Sam, you posted a Battle Chef Brigade yeah. uh, video. And next week we'll have another Monster Hunters video by me. So you can check that out at geekartgames.com slash YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, and as always, we invite you to join our Discord server. If you don't know what Discord is, it's like a chat, like a, like a really big party chat. Where you can just type about different things. We have different chat rooms that you can join. And you can join us there at geekartgames.com slash Discord. 
You can reach out to me on Twitter. I am at comicbookcody. And I'm at S-K-S-U-V-A-K. And that about wraps it up for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. Remember to subscribe on iTunes. We're on Spotify. Yeah. Woohoo. Um, or, or any other podcast app. That's or any other podcast All the good services. ones we should be on. So, yeah. 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 All right, Sam. Take it away. We're just two geeks who heart games. Do, 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 do. Yeah. That was worse than la- the last time. I panicked. Like, what were I those, was like, wait. What were those dudes? I don't know. Like, I don't know. You got like, to get, get those dudes in there. I, I, I was going to do some dudes and then I forgot what was happening. And then I just. We'll work on your dudes. Panicked. Thank you.